0: I want to say good evening, um, GGLC family. Thank God for this opportunity to uh, share with you and minister to you the word. Uh, we're going to pray, and then I'm going to share something. That's, I'm going to call it kind of hot off the press, something that's been on my heart. And I want to share with you <clears throat> along this line here in, in uh, just a moment. So but get your Bibles ready, and we're going to have a couple of openings. First to be uh, Romans chapter eleven, in verse uh, twenty nine, and then we'll go to Judges uh, chapter two. But well, let's pray and let's prepare our hearts for the word. Father, we thank you for this opportunity. Uh, we thank you for our Apostle, uh, the, the set man over GGLC, and uh, we thank you, Father, for uh, bringing us together around your word. As we come, as we come, we ask your Holy Spirit to open up our understanding, open our eyes to continue to train us and to develop us. We thank you, Father, for uh, the proclamation of the year of explosive miracles and all that you're desiring to do for us uh, in 2022. Uh, We just pray, Holy Spirit, that you continue to align us and prepare us and build us and equip us for all the wonderful things that you have to do for us. Uh, We just thank you, Holy Spirit, for this time together. And we thank in advance for all you're gonna do for us and minister to us today. We praise you and we thank you in faith in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Thank God for this year of uh, explosive power and doing the exploits. And the apostle been talking about knowing your God. And uh, uh, that's one of the things, and you not only knowing God, but God knowing you. And um, I've been meditating uh, really about calling. And so I want to talk some about um, uh, cases of calling for power, looking at cases of calling for power. And I'm just believing that the Holy Spirit will bring just a revelation for transformation in this area. And um, uh, one definition for calling, and we'll just kind of share with you a little bit here, uh, just from a definition from a, a dictionary, it's a strong urge toward a particular way of life or career or vocation. And some of the ideas about calling, you have like a mission, you have summons, um, you have a demand. These songs, synonyms are a command, a charge, a bidding, or an invitation. In Romans chapter 11, uh, verse 29, of uh, scripture that says there in the King James Version it says, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. And, and here in Amplified it says, for God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. And it goes on to say, He never withdraws them when once they are given. I love it, and He does not change His mind about those to whom He gives His grace or to whom He sends His call. Hallelujah! He doesn't change His mind, glory to God. And so His gifts and His callings are are, are irrevocable. And we've been talking about the explosive miracles and power. Um, and so one of the one of the powers that I believe we have is the power of the call, the divine calling when God puts a call on a person. And as I was meditating on it, um, uh, some callings are more dramatic than others, uh, just like some salvation experiences are more dramatic uh, than others. Um, But yet and still, what an invitation for God to call us to partner with him uh, in releasing his power. I thought about Abraham. Abraham was called and how God used him Moses was called through a burning bush. And um, as I thought about that, my prayer was that may God's, um, may his fire burn within us and um, may the fire of his calling burn within our hearts. Um, And in Judges chapter two, I'm just going to be looking at what I call cases of callings by the creator that release power, cases of callings uh, by the creator that release power and it's to encourage us. And I've been reading uh, in, in Judges. And so these are just some of the cases that I see here in the book of Judges. Uh, in Judges chapter two, uh, and then we'll look at verse eight, <clears throat> uh, there was no successor to, uh, to Joshua after he died. And this is the point. And so each generation needs a God called leader to partner with the Lord to take them to the next level. Each generation needs a God called leader to partner with them to take, to partner with the Lord to take them to the next level. And we're partnering with the Lord, we're partnering with power. So we're talking about explosive power, explosive miracles. And um, so after Joshua died, there was no successor. But each generation needs a God called leader. So here in Judges chapter 2 and verse 8, I'm going to read it here in the Amplified Bible, my notes here. It says, In Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord died being 110 years old. He lived a good long life. Verse 9, and they buried him within the boundary of his inheritance in Timnath-Hurz in the hill country of Ephra, north of Mount Gash. Verse 10, and also all that generation were gathered to their fathers, and there arose another generation after them who did not know. Remember Apostle talking about knowing God. It was another generation after them, after Joshua. They did not know, they did not recognize, understand the Lord, or even the work which he had done for Israel. And in verse 11, as a consequence of that not knowing God, it says, and the people of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals. In the verse 12, uh, they forsook the Lord, the God of their fathers, who brought them out of the land of Egypt. Uh, they went after other gods of the peoples Round about them and bowed down to them and provoked the Lord to anger. And they forsook the Lord and served Baal, the God worshiped by the Canaanites, verse 13, and Ashtaroth, female deities such as Ashtaroth and Asherah. And verse 14 So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he gave them to the power of plunderers who robbed them and sold them into the hands of their enemies round about so that they could no longer stand before their foes. Verse 15, whenever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil, as the Lord had said, and as the Lord had sworn to them, and they were bitterly distressed. So it pays to obey the father and, and to uh, to follow the father and obey his word. Uh, and So when they got out of that, when they got out of obedience, uh, Calamity came up on them, and so they were bitterly distressed. So they were they were, uh, they were stressed out. Uh, but then verse 16, but the Lord raised up judges who delivered them out of the hands of those who robbed them. So God raised up judges. He raised up leaders. Uh, in other words, he called people uh, to deliver them out of the hands of those who robbed them. And then it goes on to say, yet they did not listen to their judges. Or they, pray, uh, they played the harlot after other gods and bowed to them. They uh, turned quickly out of the way in which their fathers had walked, who had obeyed the commandments of, of the Lord, and they did not so. When the Lord, and in verse 18, when the Lord raised them up judges, he was with the judge. Hallelujah. So here, here's the key to the calling. When God raised up the judges, he was with the judge. When God raises up leaders, he's with them and to deliver them out of the hands of the enemies all the days of the judge. For the Lord was moved to relent because of their groanings by reason of those who oppressed and, and vexed them. And so the Lord raised up leaders. He raised up people to uh, to lead them and to deliver them. And God is still calling people today. Thank God. Hallelujah. He's still raising up people today. Uh Another subpoint, uh, we go to uh, Judges chapter three. Another subpoint um, is that their spiritual condition is such that each generation needs to be trained and build experience in the fight of faith to win battles for the Lord. Hallelujah. So, in this calling, each generation has to be trained to build experience in the fight of faith to win battles for the Lord. Here in Judges Judges chapter 3 and verse 1, it says, Now these are the nations in which the Lord left to prove Israel by them, even as many of Israel as had not known all the wars of Canaan. Verse 2, only that the generations of the children of Israel might know to teach them war, see that's training, to teach them war, at the least such as before knew nothing thereof. Uh, the message Bible says that these are the nations that God left here, using them to test the Israelites who had no experience in the Canaanite wars. He did it to train the descendants of Israel, the ones who had no battle experience in the art of war. And so uh, each generation needs to be trained and build experience in the fight of faith to win battles for the Lord. And God will call leaders and empower leaders to have to train the generation. So we thank God for the leaders that we have in every generation that's helping to train us uh, and to give us experience to win faith fights, to win battles for the Lord. Hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah. Now I'm gonna go to uh, Judges chapter three and verse seven. And this is kind of another sub point because of the, the evil that was in the land, God called and raised up leaders for the people. And God called leaders to help remind the people of God consciousness. Because as we look here, the condition of, of the people here, and you can see it even in the conditions around the world today, uh, God needs leaders and God uses leaders to remind people and to point them back to God, to remind them of God consciousness. They've left God out. So here in Judges uh, 3 and verse 7, it says, And the Israelites did evil in the sight of the Lord, and forgot the Lord their God and served, the ba- uh, and served the Baals and the Asherah. Verse 8. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And he sold them into the hand of uh, that long word there, Tushan Ritham, king of Mesopotamia. And the Israelites served that man uh, eight years. But and in verse uh, 9, when the uh, when the Israelites cried to the Lord, Here it is again, the Lord raised up a deliverer for the people of Israel to deliver them, and Othniel, son of Canaz, Caleb's Caleb's younger brother. So uh, here we're going to see in verse 10, that as a person is called by God, the Holy Spirit is the equipment to help to do the job. So here in verse 10 of, of Judges 3, it says, The Spirit of the Lord came upon him, came upon Othniel, and he judged Israel. He went out to war, and the Lord delivered uh, Chrysanthemum, king of Mesopotam- uh, Mesopotamia, into his hand, and, and his hand prevailed over uh, Chushun, that name again, I'm getting tongue-tied on it. But but God raised up a deliverer to help to deliver uh, the people. And so God has continued to call people. And notice here in verse 10 that the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. So the Holy Spirit, is the equipment. So as we pursue uh, the calling that God has for us, as we pursue the journey that God has for us, the Holy Spirit is the equipment. uh, The Holy Spirit is the mantle, if you will, to do the job. We dare not do it in our own abilities. In every situation, it's, it's the Spirit of God that's working with the person who's been called by God to do great exploits of power, hallelujah. Another point here in in Judges 3, and looking here at verse 12, uh, is that God can use people, and this was another case, God can use people with seemingly uh, physical disabilities to carry out his work. So notice this, this is another individual. So we saw often, now notice here in Judges chapter 3 and verse 12 in the King James Version, it says, And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. So don't we see that today? People circling around, going in cycles, going in circles, coming to God and then pulling away from God. When things get tough, they're going back to God. So here it says, the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord strengthened Eglon, the king of Moab, against Israel, because they had done evil in the sight of the Lord. Verse 13, and he gathered unto him the children of Ammon and Amalek, and went and smote Israel and possessed uh, the city of palm trees. So the children of Israel served Eglom, the king of Moab, 18 years. Notice verse 15. But when the children of Israel cried to the Lord, the Lord raised them up a deliverer. Hallelujah. God is still raising up deliverers. And here it says Ehud, the son of Gera, a Benjamite, a man left handed. And by him, the children of Israel sent a present to uh, Eglom, the king of Moab. And it goes on. I'm gonna skip down to verse 27. And it came to pass when he was come, Eglon had uh, uh, had come. Or I'm sorry, when Ehud had come, that he blew a trumpet in the mountain of Ephraim, and the children of Israel went down with him from the mount, and he before them, because he had uh, cleverly uh, had still uh, had killed uh, the king, uh, King Eglon. he stabbed him. And then he called He called the, the armies and they went before him. And then he says, and he went and he said to them in verse 28, follow after me for the Lord has delivered your enemies, the Moabites, into your hand. And he went down after them and took the fords of Jordan toward Moab and suffered not a man to pass over. So the thing I want to bring out here is that uh, it, it noted that he was left-handed. And as I was reading uh, and studying about it, uh, I realize that God can uh, call and use those with seemingly physical disabilities cause being left-handed in that time was considered more of a, a, a disability. And so he can use those with seemingly physical disabilities to carry out his work. Uh, he can empower and work through what we call broken vessels. And so that's encouraging because uh, all of us have flaws, all of us have weaknesses, But God can still call us and God can still use us. He can call us as a leader in our family. He can call us as a leader in our jobs, a leader in our ministry, a leader in our society. So God can still use us uh, uh, with with our inadequacies. Uh, uh, Apostle Thompson always talks about uh, my inadequacies and my insufficiencies. So God can still use us in spite of uh, the weaknesses that we have. So he took this man that was a left-handed man that was... uh, considered more, of a, at least some kind of disability, uh, a weakness or an infirmity, and he used him to carry out God's assignment. And so I just say to us that God wants to use us to carry out his assignment, no matter what we struggle with, no, no matter uh, how broken we are, God can use us. Um, uh, and Isaiah talked about uh, uh, beauty for ashes. So wherever pieces have been broken in our lives, God can still use us. And so thank God he can use you. He can call you. And so this was another case of of his power that was being released through a a broken vessel. So thank God for that. Hallelujah. He wants to do great exploits to us. And he calls and invites people to partner with him to do his work. Hallelujah. We're going to look at another uh, case here in Judges chapter 4 in verse 3. And look at this in the Amplified Bible. And here's another case. So we saw uh, Ehud, uh, we saw Ophniel, and then here in in, in this case in Judges chapter three, uh, we see that God is using a woman by the name of Deborah. And so here in uh, Judges three, uh, Judges chapter four, and verse three in the Amplified Bible, it says, "Then the Israelites cried to the Lord, for Jabin had nine hundred chariots of iron, and had severe and had severely." Uh, oppressed the Israelites for 20 years. So I'll stop here and talk about that. So 900 chariots of iron. So he, he had a sophisticated uh, 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 weaponry, just like you see with the, 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 the armies with the, the Russian and Ukraine that's going on uh, currently right now. So he had 900 chariots of iron, uh, this enemy, and had severely oppressed the Israelites for 20 years. So he had been on them and, and, and had been uh, oppressing them. But notice verse 4 in Judges 3, and Judges 4, Judges 4 and verse 4 in Amplified. It says, now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lippodah, judged Israel at that time. So she was the leader that God had raised up at that time. And if you skip down to verse uh, 8, uh, it says, and Barak said to her, if you will go with me, then I will go out. Because she was given directions, given instructions from God. Uh he says to her, if you'll go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. He wanted her to go. And then uh, verse nine, and she said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the trip uh, you take will not be for your glory, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And Deborah arose and went with uh, Barak to Kadesh. And then down skip down to verse 14. And Deborah said to Barak, up, for this is the day that the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Is not the Lord gone out before you? So Barak went down uh, from the Mount uh, Tabor with 10,000 men following him. So here they come against this this huge army. Uh, In verse uh, 3 again, it says, 900 chariots of iron. So they had the the best weaponry, uh, the best weapons, 900 chariots of iron. But here, I want to bring out that God is not intimidated by the supposed uh, superior power of the enemy. God is not intimidated by the supposedly superior power of the enemy. And whatever enemy is coming against us or coming against you, God is not intimidated about, by the supposedly superior power, no matter who they, have, who they have coming against you. Here in this case, it said 900 chariots of iron. So not wood, but iron sophisticated, and they had severely oppressed uh, the Israelites, but God was not intimidated. And then the point I want to bring out here about Deborah is that God, our creator, is not limited to one gender. He'll not only call one gender, he'll call and use women, females, to do his assignment, to to do his work. He'll call anybody to do his assignment. And so he is not limited to one gender. So whom God calls, he will empower. And so here in this case, uh, he says, uh, Deborah says uh, that God, the Lord will, uh, will sell Cicero into the hand of a woman. So he's saying that God, God, she's saying that God will use women to carry out his assignment as well. And so this is encouraging that it doesn't matter who the enemy is, God will use whomever he chooses to get his job done. And once he calls you, there's a power that comes with that calling to carry out the assignment. So that's why when it stirs us up is that Yes, saying yes to God is saying yes to his power. Saying yes to him is saying yes to his ability. Saying yes to him is partnering with him to use us, whoever we are, uh, to, to impact uh, the, the the world around us, impact the situation around us for his glory. And so God used Deborah and used a woman in that situation uh, to take out that king and, and bring the victory in that situation. Hallelujah. And then... Uh, here in, in Judges five, uh, just just a, a, another subpoint here is that uh, Barak and uh, Deborah had teamed up uh, and sang about the victory that the Lord had, had had given them. And so here in Judges five, in verse one and, and uh, two, am just read this out of the amplified. It says, "Then sang Deborah and Barak, son of Abinadab, on that day, saying, verse 2, for the leaders who took the lead in Israel, for the Lord who offered themselves, willingly, bless the Lord. So they sang this, uh, this song after God had brought them the victory. Yes, yes was through a hand of a woman. Uh, and But they celebrated, they came together and they celebrated the victory that God won for them. Hallelujah. So they partnered together with God and they gave God the glory for the victory that he wrought for them. Remember again, there were 900 armies within chariots of iron that was coming against him. And yet they did not intimidate God. He was not intimidated by their superior weaponry. God used them and brought a great victory. And then notice they went back to give God the praise. So once we achieve those victories on behalf of God, it's always good to go back and give God the praise. And on a daily basis, it's giving God the praise and thanking him for all that he's doing in our lives uh, and and working in, 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 in us as well. Now, I want to talk about another case, another case uh, of calling here in Judges chapter six, and this will be in the King James Version, and uh, I'm going to start at verse six, a a lot of of reading here, Um, but I'm just encouraging us that God calls and uses us, and he wants to continue to raise up leaders in each generation to carry out his assignment. And the point I want to bring out here uh, is that God calls and works with reluctant leaders, and it's maybe my last point here. Uh, He works with reluctant leaders. Uh, And so here in Judges uh, 6 in verse 6, it says "And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, the children of Israel, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. In verse 7, and it came to pass when the children of Israel cried to the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel, which said to them, Thus said the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you forth out of the house of bondage. And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all that oppressed you and drave them or drove them out from before you and gave you their land. Verse 10 And I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. And then verse 10, so this was their situation. This was their condition. They had not obeyed his voice. And then verse 11, and there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, uh, which is which was in Ophrah, that pertained to Joash the Abysrite, and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And verse 12, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said to him, Notice what he said. The Lord is with ye, thou mighty man of valor. Hallelujah. So that's how God sees him. The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. And then Gideon, notice what he says in verse 13. And Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all the miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, did not the Lord bring us from Egypt? For now, hath the Lord forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Medianites. So again, as we talk about explosive powers, each generation needs and they have that desire to see God's power, to see God's miracles. And so again, saying, where are the miracles that our fathers told us about? We want to see them in our generation. We want to see them in our day. And so he's pursuing uh, the power of God. He's asking about, he's inquiring about the power of God. And then notice here in verse 14, and the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the land of the Midianites. Have I not sent thee? Hallelujah. And so God is saying, uh, I'm going to use you. And so God calls and works with reluctant leaders. Uh, He can see the potential. Notice he says, uh, the Lord is with thee, thy mighty man of valor. You mighty man of valor. So God can see our uh, potential for power. Uh, when we submit to his calling, he can already see he's a mighty man of valor. But notice here what uh, what Gideon says as we go further down in verse 15 uh, of Judges uh, 6. He says, and he said to him, oh, my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? So you got this calling for me to save Israel. Wherewith how can I save Israel? Notice, behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my father's house. Hmm. So notice what, how he sees himself. Gideon says, how can I say visual? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my, in my father's house. And maybe we feel like we've come from a, 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 a less than prominent background. Maybe we grew up uh, maybe in the hood or, you know, didn't, didn't come up in, in, the, in the best of, of conditions. And so Gideon says, my is poor in Manasseh. And I'm the least in my father. Maybe grew up in poverty. And so the sub point here sometimes uh, we may feel uh, inadequate or, or inferior or insignificant for God's calling. Uh, but God's uh, empowering presence will, will accompany us. So notice what uh, God says in verse 16 when, uh, when, when Gideon says, My family is poor, I, I grew up in a poor neighborhood. And I'm the least in my father's house. I'm, I'm, I'm ins- insignificant. Verse 16, and the Lord said to him, surely I will be with you. Notice that word, surely. Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. Hallelujah. So even though he felt inferior and felt insignificant, God's empowering presence makes the difference. If God's presence is with us, if God accompanies us, and if he's in our calling, he will escort us and perform actions on our behalf as we partner with him. And so God says, I'll be with you, and you'll smite the Midianites as one man. So with God's presence up upon us, so with his calling comes his presence. With his calling comes his power. Hallelujah. 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 And so God continued to work with him. And uh, we know how he had uh, continued to, to look for uh, signs and ask God for signs. Uh, and then uh, here in verse 17, it says, And he said to him, unto him, Now if I found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that thou talkest to me. So Gideon is asking for a sign. He's asking for confirmation. Uh, needed to build his confidence. He's looking for Confirmation. And then down in verse uh, 22, when Gideon perceived that this was the angel of of the Lord, Gideon said, alas, O Lord God, for I've seen an angel of the Lord face to face. And the Lord said to him, peace be unto thee, fear not, for thou wilt not die. Hallelujah. So God continued to work with him and uh, gave him confirmation. And then God used him and empowered him to carry out the assignment that God had for him. And so the Spirit of God will use us. The Spirit of God will equip us. He'll work through our weaknesses. Yes, we may not feel uh, adequate for the calling that God has for us. Yes, there may be broken areas in our lives. But yet, uh, you notice the condition. There were people that needed a leader. And the conditions had gotten so bad uh, that they were in bitter distress. And yet in the midst of that, they cried out to God and God raised up leader after leader after leader, male and female, and he used them to help that nation time and time again. There are people that are connected to us that God wants to use, uh, that he wants us, that he wants to empower us to be a blessing and he wants to use us to, to minister to their lives. He wants to use us to build up people, to help them to get to their destiny in God. The children of Israel had a destiny, but God raised up leaders to help them to get to their destiny. And we're so thankful for the leaders that God has given us in our ministry and and in different aspects of our lives. We need those Godly leaders who will take a stand and will bring God's standards and will teach us God's standards and will teach us God's ways and will teach us God's thoughts and will elevate us uh, to live uh, above our flesh. Above the low level of our flesh and take us into the realms of the spirit and help us to uh, conquer the enemies that have come against us and, and take us from one level of victory to another level of victory to another level of victory. And so, may God continue to raise us up and use us in our families and in our jobs and uh, in every sphere of influence that he's given us the uh, opportunity to uh, to operate in to partner with him to receive the call and to receive the equipment and to be all that God has called us to be. May he continue to transform us and take us from glory to glory, hallelujah. We're gonna just stop right here and we're gonna pray and then we're gonna prepare for our time of offering. Father, we thank you so much. We thank you that we see these cases of people being called, men and women, and how you raise them up uh, to, to bring deliverance uh, to that nation, Father, to those people, Father. And you're still bringing up, raising up leaders uh, spiritual leaders and and leaders in, in other spheres of influence uh, because we need leaders in every area and you continue to raise them up and you're anointing them and equipping them uh, to bring forth your will because we want your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven and we know that you work through people, you work through human vessels and so Father, uh, even as we come here uh, around this time here, Father, would just take uh, this moment just to say God speak to us and God continue to to minister to us, God, continue to help us, continue to equip us, continue to uh, to deal with us and empower us to be all that you called us to be. Uh, the calling uh, may be an individual call, Father, for us to to grow, but then the calling may be uh, as a support and as a helper to others to see your power. We know that this is a year of, of explosive power, explosive miracle, and we thank you, Father, that your power is available and your calling. Uh, is available to to, uh, to release us and to expand us and to empower us to do all that you've called us to do. So Father, just even in our uh, uh, times of quietness, Father, that we hear what you're calling us to do, that you'll direct us and lead us and guide us and we'll do it all for your glory. Help us to speak the words that you desire for us to speak. Uh, help us to do the ac- actions and activities that you want us to do. The Bible says Jesus went about doing good Healing all who were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. We thank you that you're not only with Jesus, but just like you with these leaders that we've studied here tonight, you are with us to empower us. And so we thank you for that. We thank you for our apostle, our leader to continue to anoint him and equip him and uh, use him father to help us in all that you, uh, every uh, door that you have open for him to, to, to be an influence, to lead people to you. And, um, help people to go from one level of victory to the next level of victory. We thank you for your anointing, your blessing upon he and his family in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you that you prosper us, Father, to be able to continue to give and to be a blessing to your kingdom work here on the earth. Thank you that you open up channels of uh, uh, resources, Father, so that we can sow, plant seeds and see the harvest and to give to your work here on the earth. We thank you, Father, for it we are in, in advance. We thank you for all you're going to do for us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. So we just thank God again for the word that we've uh, received, and we pray that uh, uh, we receive it and meditate on it. And uh, God, is, uh, God still needs uh, leaders to be raised up and to use your influence here, here on the earth. Um, hallelujah. So the earth is where things are out of whack, and so this is where we need more and more leaders to bring things, to bring heaven here on the earth. And so all of us have different areas of influences in our neighborhoods and in our jobs and uh, in the church and in our communities uh, and in our government. So we all have various uh, uh, spheres of influence where God can use us. At this time, we just want to uh, encourage you to uh, to sow and plant seed into this this ministry. This is a great ministry where God is as God is raising up and uh, using mightily to get his word uh, to transform our lives. And so, uh, Minister General will put the information on the uh, on the line. I think it's uh, called highly. so you can uh, uh, work through that, uh, the digital uh, platforms there uh, to sow your seeds and also plant seeds into apostle, uh, our, our leader. And as we sow into him, we expect him to receive that, that harvest. So, we thank God that we're supernaturalists and uh, God is doing great things in us. And thank God for this year of explosive miracles. And if there's nothing else, we're going to begin to close out. Um, look forward to seeing everybody on this Sunday at uh, eight o'clock at Cathedral of Praise. And um, just have a blessed rest of the week. And as Apostle says, grace, peace, and increase to each and every one of us in Jesus' name. God bless you. Bye-bye.